Who needs deliverance? And what do I mean by deliverance? By deliverance, I mean that there are evil spirits that get attached to our lives. They get on our bodies. They get in our bodies. They get some space, some some room in our lives to torment us and to cause us to behave in ungodly and unproductive, unlife-giving ways, such as a spirit of rage, a spirit of lying, a spirit of addiction, a spirit of lust, a spirit of depression, a spirit of heaviness. There are all sorts of negative emotions attached to demons, things that we struggle with, suicidal thoughts, all sorts of things that all come from evil spirits. And this isn't kind of some kind of out there, uh, spiritual nonsense. If you just think, uh, you know, logically about your life, about the different modes of your life, the way you feel when you wake up in the morning, the way you feel when somebody hurts you physically, the way you feel when somebody hurts you verbally, the way you feel uh, when you're up, the way that you feel when you're down, you will recognize if you are observant of your life that there are different spirits that you act in, different spirits that. Uh, different moods that you're in, but sometimes these moods seem to come upon you. Sometimes they come from you, but other times they seem to be coming upon you. And that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about today. The Bible says that Jesus came preaching the gospel, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and he was casting out demons, including spirits of sickness um, and spirits of depression and all sorts of evil spirits. So how do you know Um, if you have a demon, and who has a demon? If you have never experienced any kind of uh, deliverance from an evil spirit, then you need deliverance, because the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And if we have sinned, we have also, if, if everybody has sinned, then everybody also has been sinned against, because if you're sinning, you must be sinning against someone. And to sin means to treat something with less value and dignity than God assigned to it. It may be a sin against God, it may be a sin against man, which is also a sin against God, but it's treating someone or something with less honor than it is rightfully due. And all have been all have sinned and all have been sinned against. And that sin, when you're sinned against, it is a form of abuse. And that abuse is a form of rejection. So if I scream at somebody, um, if I tell someone they're such a loser, um, if I, you know, treat if I cheat somebody, if I steal from them, or if I treat them in an immoral way, I'm telling them that their value is less than mine. There, uh, I'm telling them by my actions that their that uh, their life is not worth as much as mine. I am abusing them and I'm wounding them. And by doing that, I'm opening up a door for them to have a spirit enter their life particularly one of rejection. That is, I think, the first one that enters in, a spirit that says, you're not like other people. You're not as good as other people. You deserve to be treated like this. So by sinning against one another, we wound each other and we open the doors for demons. And this is the same um, concept as falling on the ground, cutting yourself open and having a wound in your skin that uh, if it's not treated, if it's not cared for, if it's not cleaned out, bacteria moves in and can go travel throughout our body, making us sick and ultimately killing us. So if we don't treat the wounds in our soul, it is just like the wounds in our body. Um, We will get sick and die because the wages of sin is death. And since we have all sinned, we are all at risk of this. So if you have never um, experienced deliverance, then you need to you need deliverance. That's just a fact. 
For Christians, for those who have truly been born again, you know that you passed from death into life. You know that you entered a new world. When you were baptized in water, you were baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know that something in you changed, a a nature in you changed, a spirit in you changed. However, just because your change began doesn't mean it was complete. It is complete in Christ, we say in faith. We talk about our future sanctification when God will complete the sanctification process in us. But in the meantime, we still struggle with fears. We still struggle with temptations. And these are there are still places where demons can get in because people still sin against us. We still get wounded. And we are not sanctified all at once. And so... Who needs deliverance? If you uh, are born again, do you still need deliverance? Well, the chances are yes, because um, there are many things that we get saved from when we are initially born again that are on the surface. We know maybe uh, maybe we stopped doing drugs or stopped doing drugs or we stopped drinking too much or stopped swearing or uh, we stopped living with our girlfriend or whatever it is. There was a radical change, but there are other places in our life where the Spirit of God has not yet got, gained access. We have not opened all the doors of our souls uh, to God. And that is just the mercy of God, that he allows us to come in, um, in in an initial way. We come in the front door, but he's welcoming, welcoming us into his whole house, and he also wants to come into our house. The, body, the Bible describes our bodies as his house. Um, we are made to be a temple of God. Sometimes we let God in the front door, uh, and he lets us in the front door of his life, uh, of his heart, I should say. But he, we need to go deeper. There are more rooms to open, more doors to open. If you've never been intentional about uh, rooting out darkness um, in your life, if you've never been intentional about um, a, a, applying the blood of Jesus to places where you have been wounded, um, then the odds are almost 100% that you need deliverance. And what better way to start 2024 than by being rid of evil spirits that cause sickness and death in your life? Here are some things that you may be thinking if you have the spirit of rejection in your life. And the spirit of rejection is a gateway demon. It is the initial thing, that the initial lie that enters our life that says you're not good enough, um, you're not, you don't have value, these, these lies that enter our life because somebody sinned against us, somebody abused us, and they open the door for more lies to come in. So I call it a gateway demon, which is the spirit of rejection. And if you have the spirit of rejection in your life, you think thoughts like, nobody loves me, nobody likes me, I'm a failure, I'm worthless, there's something more wrong with me than with other people, I will always be rejected, it would have been better if I wasn't born and other thoughts like this. It's important to begin to recognize the spirit of rejection because rejection, um, feeling rejected, opens up the door to so many other demons. Uh, pride, for example. Um, pride is when we try to cover up our insecurities with bravado. Um, and when we cannot take criticism, um, we lash out we, we can't—pride can't stand to be criticized. And when we're criticized, we lash out in anger because we feel so threatened by a criticism because we already don't feel good enough. And then when someone points out 
something that we're doing wrong, especially when they're accurate, it makes us so mad because we feel hopeless. That is evidence of a spirit of rejection and a spirit of pride. And the spirit of pride came in to try to, uh, as a would-be Messiah, like, you know, when we feel rejected because of somebody abusing us, the spirit of pride comes in and says, I will comfort you. I will make you feel better. Uh, You know, respond this way because nobody should treat you that way. And the devil always uses half-truths to to get at us because they are the most powerful— uh, the most powerful lies are the ones that are halfway true, because it is true that nobody should abuse us, that it, that it is a sin against us and a sin against God to be, for someone to abuse you. God hates, hates it when people abuse you. But the solution to it is not pride. Pride actually makes it worse. Pride comes with anger, and then we anger, we hurt other people, and then there's more rejection because the people we hurt Act, respond in the same way. And there's, there's a spiral downwards that takes place. This is exactly how the devil works. He chases one sin with another until we are spir- spiraling down to hell. And today, we want to be set free from that spiral downward. So we want to deal with the spirit of rejection because it opens the door to all sorts of things. Um, Jenny Weaver who's also a deliverance minister, said that demons are like potato chips. Nobody can have just one. But I believe that the spirit of rejection is the root, um, this, the root, the gateway demon for so many other uh, problems in our lives, including addiction, which is also a way that people escape. They try to escape their feelings of worthlessness, their feelings of rejection by um, medicating, self-medicating. And uh, these are all lies from the enemy, that that gateway demon, he opened the door, and then is allowing these other demons to come. And the more that come in, the more chaos they wreak in our lives and the more destruction they bring. So wounds of rejection are caused by, this is not exhaustive at all, but here are some of the things, uh, some of the, the things that have, can happen to us that cause wounds of rejection. Physical abuse, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, lies, bullying, exploiting, the divorce of parents, the abandonment of a spouse or a parent, adultery, pornography, substance abuse, alcohol, drugs, food, work, television, social media. If somebody in your life is abusing substances, they are abusing you because you know that all the lying and the stealing and the neglect that happens because of those substances. Excess criticism causes rejection. Selfishness causes uh, a feeling of rejection. Carelessness, pride, uh, the suicide of a family member or a friend because they have abandoned you. They have said you weren't worth sticking around for. You know, um, suicide is like giving the bird to the entire world. G.K. Chesterton said the murderer kills one person, the suicide kills the world. So when someone commits suicide, they are rejecting you and everybody else. So when your family member commits suicide or a friend, it is a form of rejection and it can cause a wound in the soul that opens a door for a spirit of rejection. When someone curses you, when they neglect you, when they show favoritism, when they are greedy or stingy or thoughtless or lazy, uh, these things can open up, uh, that can cause wounds in the soul because they are forms of abuse, which is rejection, and it can open the door for a spirit of rejection. Trauma is another uh, another way we can 
open up a door or a door can be opened in our soul for rejection. Witnessing the screaming of arguing uh, parents or domestic violence, these things can cause us as children to feel like nobody is here for me, nobody's protecting me, I am not safe. That can open a wound in your soul for the spirit of rejection. Even death, um, even death by natural causes can feel like abandonment. It can feel like somebody left you, even though that's not, uh, you know, logically, that's not true. Emotionally, that's how it can be experienced. And the devil doesn't play fair. He doesn't care if someone didn't mean to hurt you. He will use whatever he can to get a wound in you to open a, a, a foothold so he can get in and wreak havoc in your life because the devil hates your guts. Um, okay, being given up for an adoption. Adoption is a beautiful thing, a wonderful thing, but it doesn't negate the fact that your parents gave you up. Your birth parents, your uh, natural parents gave you up. That is a form of abandonment, um, and it's obviously a, a form of rejection as well. An attempted abortion, an unwanted pregnancy. Children feel these things even in the womb. You can know in your spirit that you are unwanted, bringing, opening a door for a spirit of rejection. Callousness, racism, prejudice, all these things say, I'm better than you. You're not worth as much as the rest of us. They all open doors for the spirit of rejection. So if you have been touched by any of these things, and this is not at all exhaustive, if you have been touched by sin, by somebody sinning against you, you have had a wound in your soul, and that wound has likely been infected to some extent. So who needs deliverance? Everybody under the sound of my voice. If you have never received deliverance, you need to receive deliverance. And Jesus offers it to you freely. freely. And I'm going to pray for you to receive it now, because the free gift of God is eternal life, and the kingdom of God is now. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus, and it will never be taken away Again, no matter what anybody has done to you, no matter what happens in the world, Jesus is Lord, and that will never change. And because he is Lord, you can be set free right now. So as I have listed these things that can possibly open um, a door for a demon in your life, a spirit of rejection, a spirit of rage, whatever it is, I'm sure that some of the things I listed brought somebody and some situation to mind. I want you right now, whoever that is, whoever hurts you, um, and maybe this, maybe it's a lot of people, maybe you need to pause this and take some time to really um, work through the different people that have hurt you, but what you need to do is to forgive them. And maybe before you focus on other people, why don't you acknowledge to yourself and to God that you have hurt other people? Because we all hate to be um, injured, we all want to be set free from um, the pain that other people inflicted on our lives. But maybe what we need to do first is acknowledge that we have inflicted pain on other people's lives. We've rejected people. We've hurt people. We've said cutting things to people. We let people down. We abandoned people. We betrayed people. We cheated on people. We are guilty of these things. And maybe the first way we need to be delivered right now is to be delivered from a spirit of pride that has refused to acknowledge that. And I want to say to you that you are in a safe place to let go of your pride because Jesus gave his life for you, for your sins. While you were still a sinner, while I was still a sinner, Christ died for me. Christ died for you. So you don't have to 
protect yourself. You don't have to pretend like you're better than you are. The Bible says that Jesus became a curse for us on a tree because it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Jesus was nailed through with nails. He was whipped with a cat of nine tails with his back ripped open so that his his insides were exposed. He was hung on a tree until he suffocated to death, and he was hung naked. He was spit in his face. He had he had thorns driven into his head uh, in a mocking fashion, as uh, he said that he was a king. So they made a crown of thorns to mock him. They they shoved it into his head, and they spit in his face, and they slapped him. He was humiliated. He was abused, and he was rejected because he was carrying the rejection of the whole world. The weight of all the sin in the world was being carried on his shoulders. So all the sins that you have committed against other people, Jesus paid for that. So wherever you are right now, just acknowledge to God your sins against other people and say, uh, and name it, you know, name it, be thorough, name it. And then say, Jesus, forgive me. I plead your blood over my life and I forgive myself. And forgiving yourself is very important. And the only reason you have power to forgive yourself is because Jesus has already forgiven you. So I, I want you to do that right now to, to ask the Lord to forgive you And then when you think of the people that have hurt you, tell Jesus exactly what they did. They abandoned me. They they abused me. They molested me. They tortured me. They ruined my life. Whatever it is, say what it is. Don't hold back. Be specific. Confess uh, these negative emotions in your heart. And then after you have thoroughly acknowledged what it is, tell Jesus, Lord, I forgive and I bless them. Bless them by name and let Jesus deal with them. Don't because if you if you hold their sins against them, your sins will be held against you. Jesus said, unless you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will not forgive you. Jesus died for all of our sins while we were still sinners. So while you were still sinning, Jesus died for you so you could be forgiven. But while you're the person who abused you, was still sinning. Jesus also died for them so that they could be set free. Even while they were still sinning against you, Christ died for them. So forgiveness for you also means forgiveness for other people. It does. It applies to everyone because God is no respecter of persons. So we must forgive. And if you have done that, now there's no legal right that Satan has in your life to stay in your life. So trusting that you have done this, and maybe, again, you need to pause this and you need to work through that. Confess your sins to the Lord and uh, ask him to forgive you. Forgive yourself. Then confess your anger and your hurt. Tell God about what people have done to you that was wrong. Then forgive and bless them by name. And then come back to this because you're going to be set free today. 2024 is going to be like no other year you've ever experienced. You're going to have more freedom and joy than you've ever known because you are following Jesus now. So with the authority of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, because of his blood, because of his sacrifice, because of all of my sins and all of the sins of every person listening to my voice right now, because all of that sin was laid upon Jesus. We have confessed these sins. We have forgiven those who sinned against us, and we have been forgiven. Because of these things, in the mighty name of Jesus, I command every spirit 
of rejection that came into your life through your parents' divorce, through the sexual molestation, I command to come up and to come out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Come all the way up and all the way out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You may feel tingling. You may feel like throwing up. If, it, if you do, it's okay. You're going to throw up a little ball of phlegm. Just grab a trash can and let it out. But it, or you may feel you know, heat coming off of you. It can be a various sensation, but you're going to get freedom right now. I command every spirit that came into your life through the screaming of your parents, through the abuse of your parents, when they hit you as if they didn't love you, when they spoke to you like they didn't love you, when they treated you like they didn't love you, when they treated you like you had no value, I command that spirit of rejection, spirit of worthlessness, spirit of failure, I command you to come all the way up and all the way out. You will not touch this person anymore. Your time is up. I command you to come all the way up and all the way out in the mighty name of Jesus. I command the spirit of rebellion, the spirit of destruction that entered your life because you were rejected and you were angry, so you gave in to rebellion, and that opened the door for a spirit of destruction. I command right now that spirit of destruction to come out. Your time is up. Your legal right has expired. The blood of Jesus has canceled your assignment and this person's life. I command you out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not touch this person anymore. You will not wreck their relationships. You will not wreck their marriage. You will not wreck their business. In the name of Jesus, come all the way up and all the way out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Spirit of suicide, spirit of depression, spirit of heaviness, I command you right now in the name of Jesus to come all the way up and all the way out. Spirit of rape, I command you to come all the way up and all the way out right now. You are a liar and a thief. You will not take this woman's life from her anymore. You will not suck the life out of her. You will leave right now in the mighty name of Jesus. If you got some freedom today, leave it in the comments. Leave a comment below. If you need more freedom today, I will take some time to pray with you. You can reach out in the comments and uh, and we will be in touch shortly. Um, and you can be set free from everything that enslaves you. God bless you in 2024. May the fire of Jesus not die in your life. Amen.